Falcons, uh, Falcons are to have a German Ridley. Shut up, do it again. Cunt. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Leave that in. Yeah. This is actually, this is the only bit that gets edited these days. And sometimes I just wish you wouldn't. I <laughs> just leave it. Um. Hello, we're back. It's the Long Sapper podcast again. We are reeling off those consecutive weeks, just like the actual NFL. It's, it's almost as if we, we need it to, to inspire us to turn up and do this. Um, I'm Adam. I am joined tonight for the second week in a row by Mark, Doug and Russ. Hello. Hi. Evening. Hi, guys. Oh, Looking forward to your insights tonight, Russ. Are you? Yeah. yeah genuine, genuine <laughs> Always a pleasure. What, 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 why would anybody not? My my insights, you know, I, I can imagine, you know, Jeremy Corbyn give equally as good NFL insights than I can. Probably. I'm here for one, one-liners and bants, mate. <laughs> uh, we're, we're already yeah, onto the back benches absolutely podcast. Absolutely shocking trade offers. Well, <laughs> that's what happens, mate. Well, you, it wasn't as bad as me getting offered Ryan suck up for Mike Evans, which happened since we last recorded. Um, I, I thought about I thought about just offering those two just for Fuller, and you would have laughed at that as well. So yes, I would. I would have laughed from my lofty how, seat. How we laugh! We know just how ludicrous a trade offer has to be to get Dougie to accept it. We've seen this. So, uh... <laughs> well, it, <laughs> I wasn't from his second phone, was I? So, you know, it was always going to go wrong. Yeah, yeah that, it makes it harder for him to accept. That's well, I, obviously a mistake. I can only assume that Craig sort of not shown up in shame, right? Having lost to me yet again in my league in our league of record. <laughs> How yeah. many how, how many messages did you send him this time conceding victory before you actually went <laughs> on one? That's game? what makes it all the better. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, done all right. He's done all right to hold it together. I bet he's absolutely busted inside. Maybe that's why he's not here. It could also be because of the fact that he promised that his annual quiz was going to be this week, um, but that might be bottled next it. week now. He, he's bottled it. And yeah. he's realised, and uh, yeah, he's. he's I don't know why he bottled it because Joshua's ducking Wilder, mate. That's what's happening. Hey, boxing bunts. <laughs> the long jab pod. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> oh, I like oh, that. Nice. We had who's it who said the long putter pod? Well, there was a chat <laughs> about the golf at the week. That that was the best one. Ban <laughs> the broom. Ban the broom. Oh, um, golfing bants. Um, let's let's get into some. Well, before we get into some NFL, we'll get some NFL by way of a quiz. And if Craig Craig hasn't stepped up, so luckily I have. It's been at least a couple of pods since I've done a proper quiz. Um, it's a game, and it's and you need to you need to pay a little bit of attention for wow. ten fifteen seconds. Um, Doug, <laughs> you're famously bad at this. <laughs> Just just listen to the rules. It's called Top Six. And I will give each of you in well, two we'll do two rounds. I'll give each of you a category and you have to name the top six in each category and as many uh, as you can. Pay attention. Oh shit. If you if you name an incorrect answer, i.e. one that's seventh or worse in that list, um, you don't get any points at all. Um you can stick at any point 
when you've got, say you've named three and you're not confident you can name another one in the top six, you can stick with your three. Um, you can obviously name all six correctly if you're if you're that good, or if you make, as I say, if you make a mistake, you will get zero points. Comprende? Yeah, I think so, but yeah, we'll see. I, I'm not holding out much hope. Okay, um, I've I've tailored a couple of categories to hopefully hopefully make this make this sort of fair. In fact, Russ, do you want to start? I'll, I'll go first. I like the way you're making it inclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be. Um. And I will move you along for a bit of pace because you know, scope for not that any of you have got history of cheating or anything like that. Um, but <laughs> this will need to be need to be reasonably quick. Do you need um, to see both my hands? <laughs> yes, I, yes, I definitely do, and I can only see one of them. Thank you. Um, stop groping me, Russ. Your category is going to be fantasy points so far this year. Scored by Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> wow! Standard, standard scoring, fantasy points aggregate over the first three weeks. Um, and how many of the the top six do you think you can name? Kicker and defense are in that in the list somewhere in their own right. So you may want to include those. Well, we may were not. nilled. Well, we were nilled one week, so I'll stay clear. Um, how many can I name? I'll go for. Well, I may as well go for four. Well, no, no, no. You can, you can decide. Oh, just, just like... right. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So, right. So, uh, David Johnson. Correct. Good start. Um, you may want to stick with one point at this point. I don't know. No, no, no. I mean, based based on the based on the fact that he's got the biggest opportunity, Sam Bradford has to be up there in the point scoring. He is indeed. He's fourth on the list. David Johnson was first, by the way. With a whopping. Um, Sam Bradford has twelve point seven fantasy points, and he's fourth. That tells how you. many is how many has Johnson got? Twenty nine point nine. Um. In fact, in in that case, uh, Ricky Seals Jones. Uh, yeah, he's third. Based on the fact he scored a touchdown on 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 Sunday. Uh, oh. Um, you know what? I'm going to be a massive pussy, and I'm going to stop there. Well done. I'm glad you did. Three three points. Um, you could have also had defense and special teams, who were second. Um, Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald would have been the other the others on the list. Um, Mark, you want to do you want to go next on the basis that Doug probably wasn't listening to the rules? So by the time you've done your first go, he might. He might <laughs> Yeah, by a process of elimination. <laughs> okay, you can start with all-time leading running backs by yards in their entire career. All-time leading running backs? Yeah, simply by rushing yards from scrimmage. Um, okay, so Emmett Smith. Correct. Number uh, one. How many? It's six, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Walter Payton? Uh, correct again. He's number two on the list. Um, um, I think I did I think last week. Was it Frank Gore? Got up to, took over. I can't remember who he overcame, but I think he's now up there as well. So I'm going to go Frank Gore. 
yeah. Um, if you can remember who he overtook, that might be useful. But if you're yeah, not I sure can't. whether he made it to sixth or, or higher, <laughs> no, no, I can't. Um, I, I'm going to go one more and say Barry Sanders. Yes, correct again. We got to four. Um, gonna... There's there's a couple there's of other names. Four, by the way, on the on the, the ranking. There's a couple of other names that I would. If it wasn't going to cost me all my points, Adam, I would guess. But I'm going to stick where I am, like a pussy. Very wise. Four points there. Who would you have gone for? One, one would have been Ladalian Tomlinson. Yeah, um, he, he'd have, he was sixth on the list. He'd have got your point there. Bollocks. Um, <laughs> and I would have probably gone for someone like Eric Dixon. Uh, no, he would have been. He'd have lost them all with him. Uh, Curtis Martin was the other one who uh, Frank Gore passed at the weekend, as you yeah. rightly say. Probably got that. Dougie, your turn. Yeah. Um, you are going to start with NFL Stadia by capacity. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, all that was across every broadcast last week was how Frank Gore passed, moved into the fourth position in the top set, top ten running backs of all time. So, Mark, to not get six of those is outrageous. You wouldn't have got all six. Well, I would, because I know them now. I've just heard them all, so... <laughs> Normally, the quiz works by not hearing the answers first. That's right, generally so, how... So, you're uh, asking me to know the top six stadiums by capacity in the NFL, where the average attendance is like... There's at least 15 stadiums that are in the 60s. Oh, he doesn't half winch, does he? Does he? It's just... Have you just met Doug? <laughs> right, so it's a fair point. And the LA Coliseum. Cowboys Stadium and the LA Coliseum. I'm going to accept those loose names as correct, both of them. They're fourth and fifth. Cow- Cowboys, by the way. Cowboys is the biggest stadium in the NFL. Well, it, it, it isn't technically because a lot of the capacity is temporary. So it doesn't count in the, way, in the number of seats when you wow. have to. <laughs> You're even getting technicalities, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, found, I found that surprising when I was looking at this earlier, but there you go. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> um, so if I get one wrong, I lose them all, don't I? You do. This is an absolute fucking stitch up. Uh, let's go with Giant Stadium. Uh, I'd let them have it. It's not cool, yeah. I'll let them have it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not even, even that. Um, MetLife. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that. The Giant Stadium's the old one. Uh, what did the other two get? I got four. I can't remember what. Three. I got three. So you got three, and I've got three, and you've got four. We got a round to go. Correct. Right, I'm out. I'm done. Sticking at stick at three. Fair enough. Um, How did you not get six there? <laughs> the others were FedEx Field, Washington, Lambeau Field, and Arrowhead. Uh, your 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 chiefs. <laughs> yeah, you'd have said them a year ago, I'm sure. Um, Dougie, why don't you carry straight on with your second round, and you can start with the teams that have got the most Super Bowl losses. Ah, hello. Okay. All right, so the Bills are one, definitely. Uh, correct. Couldn't really have given that one to Mark, could I? That would just seem like bullying a little bit Let's go. So I reckon they're not top though Mark. 
So there's a team with five Super Bowl losses. I'll tell you that there are two teams with five Super Bowl losses, two with four and two with three, and the Bills are one of them with four. Okay. Let's go with the Packers. Incorrect. Really? <laughs> yeah. They lost, they lost once the Patriots, and they lost two in the 60s, didn't they? No. Right not. You, uh, you've lost your point there, so you're you're stuck back on on three. I'm afraid the others are the Broncos and Patriots. With Patriots five have each. got to be one of the five, haven't they? Yeah. Um, the Vikings, who also lost four and, and never won, and the Cowboys and Dolphins with three each. So unlucky, Dougie. Mark, sucks back to, to, sucks back to be the Vikings. It does. Uh, you, your question is most wins in the NFL since 2000 as teams so aggregate aggregate wins since 2000 um okay Patriots yes correct surprised it took you so long 242 of them right two um, against the Bills. at least <laughs> <laughs> Well, what's 18 times 2? Yeah. Um, Thanks, mate. Thanks. Steelers? <laughs> it was fake maths. Um, Steelers, correct. Yeah, they're second. 204 wins. This is tough. Um... I would, I would think the Packers probably must be one of them. Is that, is that a guess? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers. Hey, that would, they are fourth on the list with 191. Um, just because of Manning, the Colts must be in there. Correct again. 193 wins their third. You've got the top four. I'm going to leave it there. Oh, uh, I thought you might. Um, <laughs> Eagles and the Ravens are fifth and sixth. Um, Eagles surprised me. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have said the Ravens either. Yeah, the Ravens didn't surprise me as much. They've been more sort of consistently playoffs or thereabouts, but the Eagles did. Anyway, uh, Russ, have you been paying attention to how many you need? Five to draw, isn't it? Six to win. Uh, it's. Mark's yeah, just I was got hoping four. you hadn't paid attention because you've now got an advantage in, it, in that you now know, but there you go. Um, I'm going <laughs> to move you along quite quickly with this. Um, and your category is the NFL teams listed alphabetically by, as in by their location rather than their nickname. Are you oh, kidding right, me? As in, as in I'm City. I'm not kidding you. And Are you I'm, kidding me? This is, this is literally, this is spelling. This is spelling. Uh, but yeah, how... Right. Oh no! I want answers quite quickly, please. Okay, so um, uh, Arizona, yeah, correct. Atlanta, correct. Baltimore, correct. Oh, this is where I'm stuck. B, B, Buffalo, Buffalo, correct. Carolina, correct. Quickly, quickly. Dallas. Now. No, you've lost it. <laughs> I got five though. I got five. I got five. <laughs> You're losing more. You got one oh, wrong. Shit. Shit. <laughs> shit. Shit. 
Cincinnati, Cincinnati, isn't it? Cincinnati would have lost you the points as well because oh, H fuck. comes before I and there was Chicago in there. So bad luck. Fuck the Bears twice this week, pricks. <laughs> Mark was quiz. And hopefully no controversy this time. What Doug's going to moan about. See, the, the, the pressure on it. The, the, press, the pressure on that made it worse because if in the speed you boys would have struggled with that as well I'm, I'm no doubt definitely would have done <laughs> I think I would I would to be fair I'm amazed I got to Buffalo yeah yeah <laughs> to be honest I forgot Buffalo <laughs> I was I was thinking Chicago in fact yeah. I'm amazed Buffalo even could get to Buffalo because they didn't they didn't know where Minneapolis was like um, Minneapolis. they had it <laughs> where is Minneapolis? Is that no where the Minions live? No one knows. Maybe, maybe that was their problem. Large Annapolis. <laughs> it's it's where uh, it's, it's where Despicable Me was set. Yeah, yeah. They, they, see, that's why we have him on. There we go. Oh. They 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 look like I they could, were going I to. Could have gone worse. You could have had them really. No, no. <laughs> you, you've been preparing for that since about two o'clock this afternoon. I hadn't. That was that was off the cuff, but it backfired. Bit of a joke. Backfired. Um, yeah. Shower yes the leave, the leave, leave the jokes to me, mate, please. Okay. Oh, um, you're not. You're not fucking Russ Abbott, mate. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Comes along, makes a one one line gag that everyone laughed at. All of a sudden, he thinks he's fucking comedy boy. <laughs> well. Well, that's the. Yeah, you've rattled it now. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for an Andrews backlash. It was always coming. It could be a fat cunt in a minute. It could be a fat cunt in a minute. Not the C bomb, Russ. Come on. Sorry, you can bleep that out. He won't bleep that out. I'm not going to bleep that out. You should. We, um, you know, a year ago you might have done the yeah. standards. Standards change, don't they? They do. Um, when you know every one of your listeners by name and playing a Here we go. Here we go. Here's the first comment. It's not taking long. Mark it. It is ten, nine minutes past nine. And that's the Doggy's first comment. I don't, I don't think you say that like we're past the watershed. The current time is nine minutes past nine. I don't think that people, as okay, we may or may not know all our listeners by name, but um, we know that they listen at different times of the day, some of which may be pre-watershed. Listen, if, you st- if you're still listening to us and you're listening to us with anyone who might be offended by language in the car, then you haven't been listening long enough and we don't want you listening again anyway. Get rid of it. Don't bother us. Having said, that, having said that, welcome to all our new listeners. We're the ones that have podcast. Actually, get in touch if you are a new listener because we, see, we, yeah. we think it's Phones going the, the ready, other way. Lads, it's, about to, it's about to go off. We did have a shout out. <laughs> Just turn, turn, your, turn your notifications off, fellas, because yeah, you're not yeah. going to get any sleep. Yeah. Yeah, we I'll had someone stick a gyro oh, on my phone. I'll be out of power the house by the fucking vibrations. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we talk about some NFL? Just in case there are anybody still listening to this. Nah. Is that why? Is that why they listen? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just call it a day. Yeah, call it a day there, chaps. Just, a- any, any other business, is it? A quiz, the best ones a, quiz a bit of partridge, any other business, done. That's it. <laughs> oh, the long partridge pod. Now that, that, now, that now, I'm, I'm all in on. Talking. I'm all in on that. We could do a deep isn't, dive into Alan Partridge. 
Isn't the new series due to start like in the next couple of months? Yeah. yeah. Give, give, give him another series. They go. They have. Give him another series. Come, se- come yeah, on. Give me another series. Come on. Shit. shit. <laughs> we should do that. We should genuinely do that. An episode by episode guide to the Alan Partridge lexicon, starting with the day to day, all the way yeah, up to mid morning matters. This. They've done this for the West Wing. Yeah. Which which yeah. I'm which, which so. is I, shit. So uh, you know, if, if they can do it for that, then we There's can do a it Game for of part- Thrones one as well. There's a Game of Thrones one. Yeah. I'd be I'd be well up for the uh, the long partridge pod. Yeah. Uh-huh. We could barely get this one out. I well, don't know why we, we think do it in we conjunction with pear tree production. But it's skeleton staff too. We get on board with Apache Communications. <laughs> oh, Alan, you got. Stop saying it, Alan. I, I can't. Really, I really, really wanted to call my TV, my my company, um, Apache Productions, when I left, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. Anyway, I'm off to Long Stanton Spice Museum. <laughs> I know a cracking <laughs> owl century. I like the way, Mark, that you, you you've got chocolate mousse on the valance. <laughs> Come on, this is this. You know, this is more lower levels of. Uh, more lower levels of partridgeism this is, isn't it? Yeah. Have we gone too far? Are we jumping the shark? I don't think we... Uh, we're, we're, we're good. We're good. Yeah. We're good. Uh, I am going to move us on. This seems just a complete non sequitur. Um, let's start with Jimmy G. What? Because <laughs> Jimmy G. No, um, something about he... sequins. <laughs> non sequitur? What the hell was that word? <laughs> Let, let's I, just I, say unlucky rich denying as a fact. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, this is the, we, was, we touched on last week about how quarterbacks you know, arguably are overprotected and these the new rules about um, <clears throat> late hits or body weight. And, and this, that debate's continuing as another one, obviously on, on cousins at the weekend. Um, but this is the reason why, QBs are protected. Having said that, this is nothing to do with a hit. It's nothing, yeah, it's, it's nothing just to an do with why QBs are protected. Yeah, this well, he went, well, for, he no, went no, for a jog. No, it was well, well, I mean, that is the their value to a to a franchise is the reason they're protected. So, you know, someone like Jimmy Garoppolo goes down, the 49ers are suddenly half the team they were, and it applies to probably at least half the franchises in the NFL. I would say that the an injury to your and top level quarterback severely affects you. And yes, somebody can blow out their ACL at any point on a football field. I mean, all he's done is change direction and his knee's just gone. Um, yeah, it can, it happens to players at any position. But obviously when it happens to a QB, it, it has this dramatic effect, sadly. It, it was horrible to watch as well, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, I mean, I wonder they... what it is about American football players because you don't. And it might just be me not paying attention, but you don't seem to see as many high-profile ACL injuries in any other sport as you do in American football. And all he was doing was running and then changing direction, like you do in every other game that there is. But it just seems—is it the way that they're conditioned to mean that they're more susceptible to this? Is it is it something to do with like the plastic? Sorry, Doug, the plastic pitches and stuff because you see a lot of no, it's creeping. Jimmy G was playing. On was grass. It, was it on grass? Okay, yeah. I, is, I, I, is I it the boot? Is it something to do with the boot that causes this so often? I, it just—it it seems so frequent. I think it's something to do with the nature of the dynamic cuts they make and having 
I'm not. Sport, is it that different to something like rugby union? No, well, kind of. But I also think there's something. There are more and more ACLs going in in uh, union as well, and I I think it's it's to do with the muscle mass and the and the explosiveness that the athletes have now and the ligaments. You can't strengthen a ligament. You can strengthen a muscle till forces that can transmit through it are too great for the for the ligaments attaching your knee to your 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 lower leg to your upper leg. You know, so yeah, I think in the NFL, you can't train the, you can't train a ligament, can you? No, they're all the so powerful with... and strong that they just that the ligaments just aren't built to be able to withstand the pressures that go through them. So we need to get back to the days of the fridge in American football and. You know, Wade Dooley and Paul Ackford in rugby, where you basically don't train and you you're built like yeah. I mean, we, we we spoke about it on all over this week, Russ, didn't we? About how Manu Tuilagi, I think they've reduced his. I I personally believe they they've reduced his training workload. He's been dropped. He's been pulled out of the England training squad with a hamstring injury. I'm not convinced he's got an injury. I think he's just been he doesn't train to keep him fresh. Yeah. Whereas these NFL the Led- players, the Ledley King effect. Yeah, they're just they're on the weights all the time, all the time, and um, you know I think the muscle mass and the power and and everything else that they can generate is just too much for the human body, really. For the Niners, though, this is devastating. This is this is season over territory. Um, the debate now is if they run with um, Bethard or whether they go and get a certain other. X 49er quarterback who might be looking for a job. Oh, I don't want to get back. I do just, well, every time a QB goes down anywhere, it gets back to that. But, but you kind of think he might work in that offense. Uh, he's, yeah, it's almost like he's got history there. That well, well, not anyway. with, not with Shanahan, but you kind of think well, he might work it. in, he might work in a Shanahan offense. If they were to trade for anyone, to me, it would make sense to go and get Nick Foles. Yeah. But, I think they would be bananas. I think they should tank the season as much as yep. possible. Because if they can get an elite left tackle and an elite receiver in the draft, they'll they'll walk the NFC West for, for years. Literally years. I think, uh, I think it's very different this happens after week three. If this happens after eight, nine, ten, you you might say you're five and three or that sort of that sort of record and you, you could in theory make the playoffs by trading for yeah, maybe giving up a bit and you think there's something to be gained from the season. But at this point, I think you're right. There's nothing really to be gained. You've got to look to next year. I um, think you I, I think you're right. When you actually dig into that roster underneath Garoppolo and the the kind of the, the new quarterback buzz that he got at the end of last season when they went on that run, they haven't looked brilliant this season. And I think when you take Garoppolo out of it, actually the roster isn't all that deep. So they could probably benefit more from tanking and getting some high draft picks to build the team around him next season. Um, I think you trade stuff away this year. They're not going to win the Super Bowl this season because their their team isn't good enough. So what's the point in giving stuff away for a quarterback um, that they're not going to need in theory come next season? Yeah, I, I'd be trading. Yeah. I'd be throwing the sink. I'd be getting my twenty twenty draft pick out, draft picks out, and trading those for next year's draft. I'd be I'd want two picks in the first round at least and then a whole hat full of second and third round picks flesh the roster out and then really have a go at it the, the year after because I I I believe in Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo I think he's he's yeah. he's a very he's going to be a, a brilliant quarterback for years to come I just 
I think what what what's the end game of them trading for a quarterback? They're not gonna. They're not. They they Seven might get. To, they they yeah. might get to yeah. the first round of the playoffs. But what does that really achieve? It gives them a shit draft pick, and they get bummed by the Saints or someone like that. You know, it doesn't seem to be a lot of value in actually pursuing the season. And the, you've got to think that John Lynch and the 49ers management aren't dumb enough to get rid of Shanahan after a bad season because he is the hottest property in coaching. You know, there's nobody else out there that sort of is on his level, is there? In terms of what the public opinion of him is. So just write this season off. Because they don't forget, they also lost um, their big money running back this year as well, haven't they? So the season's been a disaster from the start. So that's why you don't necessarily trade for one if you have to, if you go and get uh, Colin Cap. You can pick him up for nothing. Yeah, but do you want to win games? I think you, well, you always want to win games. I think you still want to win a game. But look, to what end? In basketball, it happens all the time. Teams just tank a season. They they invent injuries for their star players to get them out for the season. They, you know, they they trade away middling assets for draft picks and they just tank the season and get into the draft lottery. It's not really happened so far that we know of in the NFL, apart from clearly suck for luck, which was the NFL, the only clear example of tanking I can remember in the NFL. I think, but they, Well, they need to pick somebody up because as it stands, I think that Bethard is the only quarterback on their roster. So they need somebody. Yeah. I, I... Uh, of course. Yeah, of course. But it's, it's how, it's how much you give up to get that player. And I, I'm, I see unless where you're, you're coming unless, from, unless you know, but I don't think you can. I don't think you you can throw games in the NFL. Not this many. You Why might not? see it week sixteen, seventeen. Oh, you can, to you've guarantee got, yourself a future, you've got guys, a future number still need, one. You still need pick. you still need people to fill your stadium. Otherwise, you lose a fortune in revenue from that. You think yeah, you've got to get turn players. up for the Niners now that Garoppolo's injured? I think if they make it obvious that they're tanking, then yeah, would you go? No, but are people going to go anyway with Garoppolo injured? If they bring in a big name free agent, people aren't and they try necessarily and making the 412 mile journey from San Francisco to that stadium anyway. I I don't think. <laughs> I I think it's a. I, I think it's something that. I don't know. I don't know whether there's sort of an unwritten agreement amongst the owners that they won't tank. But to me, it, it's the most obvious decision in the world. You just start all your scrubs. Promote all your practice squad players. Sherman goes on IR. Everyone goes on IR. You just promote your scrubs and you go, we're going to go 1-15 and 15 this season and get the number one pick. They'll never do it. They can't make it that obvious. The only way you could do it without making it that obvious is to actually get players on board and they're, they're not going to be on board because they've got their, they've got their own they've careers got win to bonus, think about. Win, and win bonuses. Mate, it happens all the time and in you can't, the NBA. You can't play and you can't the play Philadelphia 76ers did it for three years. That's basketball. I don't think you. I don't think you've got what six on a team, or I don't know how big the squads are, um, and also a game that it's not physically dangerous. Five, five to play half-hearted. Oh, whatever. I don't, I don't, <laughs> terrible game. I don't I'm not watch saying, it. But... I'm not saying do it half-hearted. You just give you. I don't think you can possibly ever start. get into. A, you can never get into a situation where you just say to you say to your fan base and that television audience, the NFL wouldn't allow it for a start. 
Um, but you can't possibly say to people, oh, we're just going to drop all our starters and play all our reserves for the remainder of the season because we definitely want to get the first overall pick. It'll never happen, ever. It wouldn't be allowed to happen. Indianapolis did it. Yeah, but they didn't drop all their starters. They were just all of a sudden needed to just have a year off. And then they traded them at the end of the year. All right, so but once, now, now you're in theory about injuries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they, they yeah, it, it didn't. I think it 15, weeks 15, 16, 17, I, I believe it, but they earlier in the Curtis season. Curtis Painter for an entire season. You're telling me there wasn't better available hey, options than Curtis he, Painter? They beat the Titans with him that season, I'll tell you that. Yeah, but Curtis Painter was a legend. They'll probably they'll probably win two or three games anyway. What I'm saying is they they don't want to get somebody in that could threaten to win seven or eight. No, I get I get I get that, and I, I I'd agree that I wouldn't you wouldn't give something up for a Nick Foles or a Teddy Bridgewater or whoever. But maybe it's a different argument. You bring someone in off the street, you know, Kaepernick. But I, I just don't think you can. You've got 13 games of the season. You can't you can't just tank them, but. Anyway, um, let's let's get away from that, or we will depress any Niners fans. Um, Rich, I'm looking at you. Um, so Atlanta and New Orleans by name. Tell us who you support. We'll, there you we'll go. Name check you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's part of the family. Come on, Atlanta, New Orleans. That's uh, more back to what you'd expect um, from those two teams. Um, have they ever played like a 6-3 in the NFC South's history? Are they ever going to? Not in that game. Not with these <laughs> like that. I mean, I'd, I've been watching the Jags play the Titans and then that game finished and I flicked a red zone and seeing the culmination of Atlanta and New Orleans and people throwing G- passes and stuff. It was crazy. Drew Brees rushing for touchdowns. Spinning for touchdowns, spinning, <laughs> climbing, reaching. It was it was ridiculous this game, but this was it was kind of exactly what you expected. The Saints yeah, team yeah. that I that I had pegged coming into the game um, and coming into the season, I should say, that had like this much improved defense. They they look as though they're all over the place again. The Falcons' D secondary, especially, is all over the place. Um, and it was like how, how what 10, 11 lead changes in this game. Um, it was just you score, we score, whoever scores last will win. It, basically, that game was decided by who won the coin toss in overtime um, because these couldn't stop anything. Yeah. Although, you know, in, in fairness, I mean, Breeze is is on, well, the, the Saints offense is on absolute fire on all three of their games this season. But Falcons have picked up somebody, potential gem in Calvin Ridley, haven't they? Or is he just clicked? Or you said he just clicked with Matt Ryan straight away. I think he looked really good in this game. Um, he was highly thought of coming out of college, wasn't he, Calvin Ridley? Well, he was the whole idea yeah, behind was. them drafting him, wasn't it? To take yeah, yeah, Julio. Yeah, yeah. I thought he, I thought he looked excellent. His route running was excellent. Um, yeah, he played very well. So, but it's a, it's a hard position to like just hit the ground running wide receiver in the NFL, isn't it? There's not that many that do it in their first year, but I think like he looks very good and offensively, they're clearly a really, really good team. Same as the saints. It was, it, but I don't think either of them are good enough defensively to make a run. No. Do you was, think I, the, 
Sorry, you mentioned a lot of wide receivers struggle to make that sort of impact early on in their career. Do you not think that's a, a trust issue with a QB a lot of the time, though? Because obviously, if you know if they're not trusted in those early stages to run the routes to catch the passes, you know that then then they're not given the exposure that maybe they deserve. Or is it just the you know with my naive head on, you see a lot of rugby youngsters not given an opportunity sometimes until they've earned their stripes to a certain extent when actually you, you burst them onto the scene and they take a lot of people by surprise the, the deeper end of that so yes maybe there is a trust issue with the quarterbacks but a lot of what happens with these receivers when they come from the nfl to, to the nfl from college is that they're asked to do a very different thing a lot of these guys when they're in college they're playing against inferior defensive backs in quite simple uh, defensive strategies. So, And they're usually more physically gifted than the players they're playing around. So they can just run a post and the chances are they'll beat their man because they're in a simple zone coverage or a, a man coverage and they'll just be more powerful than the guy they're playing. When they get to the NFL, everyone's much better. But also the defensive schemes are, are, are way more complex. So you, a lot of... It's not only when you get to the line of scrimmage, it's not only the quarterback that's reading a defense. Every single player on the offense has to read the defense from the center who's reading where where their blocking scheme's going based on a player that's in front of him to the tight end reading safety coverage and and linebacker coverages. But the receivers are asked a lot of times they'll be given option routes based on the coverage that they see in front of them. And the passes are dictated by the quarterback and the receiver both reading the defense in the same way so if 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 the wide receiver reads a cover two and 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 the quarterback reads you know three deep or whatever then they're going to be on the wrong page and in a timing route that'll all be affected the receiver might have to read you know if i get bumped my route goes from being a tenant you know to, to being a post route to being to be in a drag because I need to get underneath the underneath the, the corner. So a lot of the time it takes the receivers a long time to adjust to that. Um, and they've some of them never actually do it. You think about all the wide receivers that the Detroit Lions drafted in the early 2000s before they hit on Megatron. They drafted receiver after receiver with really high draft picks. None of them made the grade because the offenses are too complex and the defenses are better. So it's a number of factors. A lot of them, don't you? I mean, you could have a, a very easy quiz to knock up of those uh, receivers that go really early in the draft that you never hear from again two or three years into their career. Yeah. Well, you look at Cordero Patterson, as physically gifted as any receiver that's probably played in the last 20 years. He's thick had to basically resort to being a special teamer. Absolutely thick as mints. Just can't get... <laughs> An offense can't can't integrate into the offense. The Patriots' offense really complicated because a lot of its timing routes and relying on the receiver reading the coverage in the same way that Tom Brady does. If the receiver doesn't read the coverage the same way Brady does, he's never going to get thrown to. Which is why players like Ocho Cinco went to the Patriots and just disappeared because they just couldn't get the offense. It's what is what's going to happen to Josh Gordon? You know, he's not going to get that offense, and he'll be out on his ear in a couple of weeks. Or he'll uh, score three touchdowns a week for the rest of the season. <laughs> He's got to play first. 
<laughs> yeah, I think yeah they were giving him a, a week to settle probably, um, or or get sober, whichever whichever one of those it is. Um, let's uh, let's touch on we touched on them last week the Bucks and and Fitz Magic. I don't know if uh, who saw the Monday night game. I did. Um, fantastic to see people with the the fake beards in the crowd, but not just adults. You know, the shot of a, an eight year old girl in the crowd with a massive fake Fitzmagic beard, which gave me a, a massive grin looking at that. Um, he, it was a bit scrappy. There were, gotta be honest, kind of pleased you said grin there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> there was all sorts of not things going, going through my head. Then, not, and I, not could, going I just thought it was best not to say anything. Grin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moving on. Uh, yeah. Fitz, Fitzmagic was a bit, a sort of spell in the middle of the game where it wasn't working. Um, I think he threw three interceptions, uh, but for a variety of reasons. Um, but he got it, got it together in the second half, which wasn't quite enough, but enough to certainly see that he, I would say, should should keep his job when Winston's going to be back in the building as of now, um, available from next week. I I think that Fitzpatrick should should stay in there. They've got Chicago coming up. I, I I would agree. Um, is it not that he's now the first player in NFL history to throw for f- over 400 yards in three consecutive games? Um, I don't see how you can take him out. He's got I, the but, most fantasy points of anyone in the NFL, I believe. And so, and if, so if the Bucks are basing on fantasy points, then it would make an obvious decision. <laughs> <You would>. um, <laughs> I doubt. I'm going to select. I'm going to select my starters based on fantasy points. Well, it, it's a, I'd say that it's, it's it's a good it's a good barometer of how well someone's doing, isn't it? Is it not? It's 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 no QB rating, uh, but uh, I, think, obviously I, it, I don't think that he has that. He still seven points. They didn't lose the game. Great job, bro. Some solid internet going on there in Swindon, isn't it? All fixed. Um, Tickety boo. <laughs> tell tell Mark, the fuck. Do you want to say that again? No. <laughs> <laughs> but needless to say, it was the best insight you've ever heard. Needless, needless to say, to you say, had I the last laugh. <laughs> uh, um, Pittsburgh got a win finally, though, and and well, that that soap prop is going to continue. Uh, Big Ben's still still getting it done, just about. Um, on to another another big team from the AFC from last season, the one and two New England Patriots. Are they tanking? They need. <sighs> You be just, soon, don't they? They might just as well drop, tank. drop everybody. Drop them all. Crisis in uh, Massachusetts, or what's going on? I think they're in trouble. Yeah, I mean, do you know, but the stupid thing is, I've, I've said this last season um, when I said that they're in trouble, but they, something isn't right. They're in right. trouble and they're going to go 14 and 2. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something, something's not right there with them, though, because the, the Lions didn't even have to play that well to win this game. No, no, I'd agree with that. And win it comfortably. Uh, they, they was just, you know, they were that first drive. They were driving down the field, and like uh, it wasn't even, it wasn't even hard for the receivers to find space and for the gaps for the um, for the running backs to get what they needed to to find. 
I, and yes, I I get that the the Patriots have some big players on defense missing through injury, but fuck me, they were awful. And offensively, they look really awful. I felt go well, go back a little bit to what Doug was saying about young receivers struggling to find their way in the NFL. It it looks to me as if the Patriots have got a few of those. You know, Tom Brady isn't clicking with his receivers at all. Like the passes, it looked like they're running the wrong routes or you know, passes not thrown in the right direction. It, it's hard to believe most of that is on Brady. Um, no. But you can't just, well, you, you'd think the Patriots have plug and played um, receivers and running backs and skilled positions throughout a lot of the time under Belichick, but it doesn't seem to be working at the minute. Having well, said thought- that, having said that, we've seen this before where they've they've started a little bit like this, and they always end up end up in the playoffs. So I, I don't know if this is quite the same. No, if it, it, I said last week that it feels like that there isn't the same like aura about them. They they don't seem they're not like doing what the Patriots used to do, where you just kind of thought, yeah, they're going to pull this out. I don't feel that about this team. I thought it was really interesting, actually, that they were up against Matt Patricia in this game, and it was almost like he knew exactly what to do to beat that to beat that defense. Um, and obviously, he knew the weaknesses in, in the team and and how to attack it. And you wonder if that makes a bit of a blueprint for other teams in the NFL to form a very similar pattern and go after them in the same way, go hit them with speed, which was essentially what they did, um, and the Patriots couldn't live with them. Uh, it's a good, good shout about Matt Patricia. Obviously, he's got the inside scoop in, yeah. uh, in what to do. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think you, you were right. The Lions weren't, they were far from perfect, but yeah, that's that's all they needed to be. There's just this feeling that I have when watching the watching Brady in that offense that for 17 years or whatever it is, you always watch that offense and you think every third down you expect him to make a throw. Um, you know, yeah. sort of regardless of the opposition or the situation. Um, I'm not feeling like that at the minute. Do you think there's an element of the the air of invincibility that the Patriots used to have? Yes, they might pick up a, a loss or two throughout the regular season, but the inevitability that they would potentially go on to be in the Super Bowl over the last you know few years was was pretty big. And now that with them losing to the Eagles and Brady seemingly on the potentially on the decline could that the, those points that were already in the bag before the team set on the field you know is is that waned for the patriots i'm not sure i buy that but it's there's that there's certainly well belichick and brady are obviously both going to leave at some point in the near future nearer probably in brady's case they may go at the same time maybe they're just worrying about that well there was all so that i'm not, talk I'm not of, sure what they've got afterwards there was all that talk of unrest over the summer wasn't there you yeah. know and you just wonder looking looking at them now you have to wonder whether there was any truth in that you'll remember my uh my bold prediction from about five six pods ago in the off season uh, uh, my ridiculous prediction that the patriots wouldn't make the playoffs this year um and because of that off-field antics and you wonder yeah yeah they just don't seem to be the same team at the minute and i love it <laughs> i'd um i'd temper it a bit they 
just think back a couple of years when the Chiefs beat on them and, and everyone said that's the end of the Patriots. Look, if there's yeah, one they were thing two, they were two and two last season. If there's one thing that's clear from however many games I've seen this year and and it being week three of the season is that nothing, literally nothing, is in a pattern yet. No yeah. one would have put the Bills beating Minnesota. No one would have put the Lions beating beating the Patriots. No one would have put Miami at three and zero. Nobody would have. You could go on and on and on. One yeah. thing's for certain: Belichick and Brady will get it sorted. I think there's a lot of flux in that team at the moment. There's a lot of moving parts and a lot of things that need to settle down. Brady needs to get into a rhythm with these players. And once he does, and once Edelman comes back, the, the offense will be a little bit more balanced. Their defense is crap. It's been crap for four years, but they've been at three Super Bowls. So, you know, so what? And um, they've got a new defensive coordinator. You know, there's a lot of flux on that team at the moment. And it's week three of the season. I'm, I'm not having that they're done. Until they're seven and uh, until they're, they statistically cannot have a winning season, I don't believe they won't. They need to find a way to get Gronk open as well. He's really struggling at the minute because they can keep. That's the because because they because because they haven't got any other exactly reception weapons, and that will change when Edelman comes back, won't it? Mate, I'm not sure that is. Like, I think a lot of that is they they tried they they tried it last year that they would only use Gronk when they absolutely had to, and it killed fantasy teams last year because Gronk wasn't scoring any points because they were trying actively not to get him injured. So they would only use him in, in the direst of situations until it got to like three quarters of the way through the seasons and, and the wins became more important. It's unusual for him to lose two games in a row, but I'm, they're still Brady and Belichick and they still have an ability to work with the resources that they have available. I'm not, I'm, I, I don't think it's anything to worry about until if they go one and four then then we can have this conversation again and let's and uh, may that may that happen um (laughs) back to you just mentioned there that buffalo got a win and in fact this this might even be like a regular segment that we could do who is who is the current worst team in football um because arguably it's not buffalo the cardinals had the the cardinals had yeah (laughs) The Cardinals had a fourteen nothing lead. Yeah, yeah. yeah in mate, upside down, in upside down week, I thought you were going to win as well. Yeah, imagine that. And yeah, should we give Ricky's... Mark a quick moment on his win though? Go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know about Peterman because I'm in. I'm in need of a quarterback. <laughs> I'm in need of a quarterback for my fantasy team because. I picked up Garoppolo this week. He got injured, and I've got Alex Smith, who's on a bye. So I need a quarterback. What? What about this Peterman, Peterman fella? Peterman? You, you don't want Peterman. You want Allen? Oh, you, oh yeah, of course, Allen. That's the one I meant. He's heard <laughs> hurdling players and shit. Yeah. Um, look, okay. they were. He was good. He was definitely the spark that the team needed. He played well. Um, give him some receivers that can actually catch the ball. I, I always had my suspicions about Kelvin Benjamin, but he is shit. He's, a, he's just a bad, bad receiver. Um, Alan did provide a spark. He was, he was good, um, but it was our D that won the game. 
Uh, they were all the, over Cousins, weren't they? They were all over them like a rash. They absolutely mauled, mauled him. And they didn't do anything fancy. It wasn't really particularly like, out there and clever. They just played fucking hard. They got after them. They they worked it and um, and loved it because, yeah, they didn't give Cousins all those receivers an inch. Um, and I think that's what it came down to as much as anything else. Anything, anything in the way of... Did it look like the Vikings were sort of shell shocked? Did they? Like, I haven't seen the game, so did it? Did it feel like there was maybe a bit of misunderstanding going on? Um, I think. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Can I just take you back to misunderstanding? Gag, mate! It's George Bushism. <laughs> no, no, it's not, mate. Yes, it is. <laughs> Look, how would look, I? Have, how would I have just pulled out misunderestimating as a George Bushism if I just made it up? I'm just joking. I'm just no, joking, not. mate. You thought you were getting a banter in, but you weren't. <laughs> You've been pulled, mate. <laughs> at least, it, at least you know where Mini Minneapolis is. Um, geez. Can you answer that Married question, to Mickey though, Mouse. I, I wonder, by the way, just to bring this back, the, about the Vikings. They're off to LA Thursday night to play the Rams. You know, if there's ever a case of looking at the next game, it could have been that one. And that's, not, that's a tough short week for, for, for anybody. Yeah, they may not have helped themselves by looking at it that way. They should have perhaps focused on, on the, the winnable game. I think you're right though, Doug. I think there was, I'm not even necessarily sure it was underestimating. Um, I think that a couple of things went wrong in those first couple of quarters where, um, you know, a couple of key turnovers and they, they maybe weren't expecting Allen to be quite as good as he was possibly. Um, but I think it was more just the wind got knocked out of their sails because they suddenly found themselves like 24 nil down and probably thinking to themselves, well, we're not coming back in this one. So the second half was kind of, it was like something and nothing. It, it may as well have not bothered happening because I think most, both teams kind of shut up shop and said, you know, that'll do. We'll, we'll take it. Um, so, yeah, I think that, that I don't know. I, I, everything that could have gone right for the Bills did and everything that could have gone wrong for the Vikings did. Oh, uh, back to the Cardinals, though. Not everything went wrong. Fuck me, they got, sorry. They got something going. You know, yeah, yeah, Manchester United losing to Darwin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, carry on. Anyway, yeah, let's move, let's move it along. We're at 54 minutes as well. Yeah, let's just talk very quickly about the Cardinals. When um, Ricky Seals-Jones went in, in seemingly had the feel to himself, I, I actually thought, oh, well, you know, at least we've got a touchdown this week. We're, we're, we're improving. We're working through. Then to go 14-0 up in the first half, and I'm thinking, uh, yeah, we got something here. Bears defence isn't, isn't standing up as well as I thought it would do. And then Bradford turned the ball over six times. They throw Rosen in and... Well, the game was was already done because we had no chance by that time. Anyway, they've got no belief, and uh, and they're playing for picks. I, I've got to say, looking at I watched the end of that game, throwing Rosen in when they did, catastrophic move. You know, you, you <sighs> and, either, and you either as... say you either bringing him earlier in the game or at the start of the game, and you're saying right, here's here's a chance, find your feet, throwing him basically what is a a panic two minute drill at the end, expecting things to work. He actually got two goes because there's a timeouts and stuff after he threw the, the first, first turnover. Um, you eat, yeah, you either bring him earlier or you wait a week and you say, well, so Sam Bradford's got you. They've, they've got to have the best chance of, of pulling this back. That, that was a nonsense to me. I was setting back 
set him back weeks in terms of confidence. Well, uh, yeah, and they've named him as a starter now as well. Who have they got coming well, up? Well, well, well uh, they yeah. are Seattle. Oh, so. good luck to him. Oh, are they? Uh, <laughs> oh, we're we're still. They're going to hold on to the worst team in football. So yeah, definitely. Can I um can I just say the my joke about Ricky Seals Jones got absolutely no appreciation on the WhatsApp as well. It was genius and it in his yeah. No, about Ricky Seals Jones, it was it was made of strong stuff. RSJ has made a song strong stuff and it got nothing. Oh, I just got that. <laughs> and I said I said to on Sunday evening. Literally went over my head on Sunday. Yeah, totally did. I didn't pick that up at all. It was very good. Well done. Great banter, Russ. Well done. It just a shame it's two days late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but not for our listeners. You know, lucky them. Um let's get One into six. some one sentence previews. We love them. Play play, are we ready? Let's play that music. Minneapolis at LA Rams. Minneapolis need to show that bounce back ability. Cincinnati at Atlanta. Cincinnati at Atlanta. Volkers look to have a gem in Ridley. Can he keep the streak going this week? Tampa Bay at Chicago. Can Fitzmagic keep rolling against Mac? And will he even start? Detroit at Dallas. Who's got the biggest D? And I don't mean defence. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo at Green Bay. Based on week three, this is an easy win for Buffalo. Yeah, right. Houston at Indianapolis. Colts have looked better than expected. Texans the opposite, but actually I think this should be a good game. New York Jets at Jacksonville. Jags with a lot to prove on offense. Miami at New England. Is this a changing of the guard or a false dawn? Philadelphia at Tennessee. Two teams who are getting stronger as players return from injury. Let's call it the players returning from injury bowl. Seattle at Arizona. Seattle win. Cleveland at Oakland. Cleveland are a legit force this year. I'm all in on Baker. San Francisco at LA Chargers. Jimmy G is a dreadful loss for the Niners, but if you think I'm going to descend into terrible puns, know that I'm better than that. at New York Giants Breeze is on flames at the moment but they're looking leaky like a tap Elo might just fancy pulling something off Baltimore at Pittsburgh can the Steelers find a defence this week Kansas City at Denver not interested and that's how to end it Monday Night Football that will be that one uh, there we go one census previews at some stage we are going to have to start talking about the Chiefs no. who are pro- probably the most watchable team in the league right now we're doing our best to ignore it. I know. <laughs> we can't keep ignoring it. You guys do no. we can. We can do what we like. They're pretty good. We're a pretty good team. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm kind of all in on the Browns. I might get a Mayfield jersey. Wow. No, you can't. Why not? He's allowed? Yeah, that, that means you have to. I might get one. I might get do one. It. The most, the most bought jersey in the NFL right now. 
either a Mayfield one or the no one's um, got one yet. Garrett Garrett jersey because I do resemble Miles Garrett somewhat with my physique. I, I would have thought you were more of a David and Joku. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Browns. Which get, get in touch. Let, oh. let them know which Browns jersey you should get. Yeah, yeah. Do a, do a Twitter poll. Hey, whoever do, wins, we, we, we could do a just giving to get me a jersey if you want. Crowdfunder. Yeah, crowdfunder. Yeah, I think you can't do that. You can't do it just <laughs> giving. You need to have a registered charity, right? Do, oh no, just just set up set up one of those fucking Patreon things, trying oh, to get geez. people to to pay for you to sit around and talk shit all day. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's let's get into the best bit of the show. Any other business? Here we are. Doug, why don't you go? Tiger Eldrick Woods. Oh. I, I, I think I might switch my microphone off. We need to talk about the world number two ranked golfer, Adam. We need we need to talk about the fact that if Justin Rose hadn't made a, a, a birdie putt on the 18th hole of the last round, Tiger Woods would have won 22 million quid yesterday for four rounds of golf. He's made $1,600 per shot on the PGA Tour this year. Value for money. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. two grand. That's two grand. That's two grand. I mean... Oh, I'd, I'd take more shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if he does win another major, are we talking about the greatest sportsman of all time? To come back from where he was... At the age he is. It's a difficult one. It's subjective. It's subjective, isn't it? The greatest sportsman of all time. You can make cases for all sorts of different people. Um, but he, he, we would have to... Uh, yeah, I, I remember. It was quite the, quite the debate. But, <laughs> you know, he would be... <laughs> I, I listened to Luke it. Lukewarm praise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's, going on, that's going on the DVD case, that is. It was quite the debate. Lukewarm praise. Russ Wilson. <laughs> yeah. um, he'd have to be in consideration of that, there's no doubt. Not anyway. that, no, I'm not saying I'm not interested in this. My sister's just sent me a message, and it's a picture of uh, her street, and they're putting up fences. They're actually... They're actually going to gate her in tomorrow. <laughs> uh, it's some cycling thing. She lives in the Alps in Austria. And there's got, um, it's a picture of Spencer's. I just thought it was more interesting than what you were talking why, about. Why is it not interesting? Why is Tiger Woods not interesting to you, Adam? Because you think he's a shit bloke? I think, well, yes, there is that. I, I'm just, I think I've at least, all right, I'll say this, at least... On this occasion, is it because you're being racist? He's, he... oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's holding up a speechless. sign, listeners, that says yes. <laughs> <laughs> at at least this week, he. Let's start again. It's fair that he's in the news for what's happened. He's won a. He's won a tournament. Um, Keegan Bradley won the previous event on the PGA Tour. We didn't didn't see anything about that. Um, 
But you know, that's that said, yeah, of course, of course, he's been an incredible competitor over the years. He's got this record of however many majors it is. Um, he's come, but he's now competitive again. I just, just, yes, it's partly that he's a shit bloke and I don't like him, and he he bites the hand that feeds him, and he always has plenty of people like that in sport. Don't get me wrong, but it's also that I've just been, I'm just bored of the world talking about him because they've been talking about him for the entire last 10 years when he hasn't been competitive and surprise unsurprisingly now he is it that that gets that gets strong i'm just just bored can't, I, that said i can't wait for the Ryder cup which he's you know, annoyingly will probably be competitive at having not been interested in that his entire life but it's is his match play record ain't great yeah I, we had, me and my me and my mate played golf last week, and we were wondering why he has come back. And then I saw a quote in the on Twitter today from Phil Mickelson that said that he's simplified his swing, and it just it's a swing that's just repeatable. So he Mickelson, I think, thinks that he's going to go on a tear that you know, going back fifteen years, that sort of level of play because he's his swing now isn't demanding on his body and it's not demanding to repeat it. So now that you can do that, I think the world should be put on notice. I think Tiger's going to go on a massive win streak. It's I difficult though. I, it, it, golf's one of those sports. Sorry. Golf's one of those sports. It's not like you, you're only playing against the course. And if somebody else plays batter against the course, you know, they, they, your win streak goes out the window, doesn't it? Cause somebody else might have played better. It's not like you're playing against someone. But there's a whole generation of golfers that have never had that feeling of Tiger Woods breathing down their neck. And I think... There's a, lot, there's, a, there's a lot of mid-30s blondes that have. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, move on. That, that, that's got to be the best way to move that one on. Um, Russ, go on. Um, two things. Mentioned the Ryder Cup. Can't wait for that. Um, but my legitimate any other business at what age can you stop pretending that your kids stuff that they make or bake or produce is not utter shit because i'm you know drawings erin made it erin's nine right she made a cake at nan's the other day she's like, oh, i made a cake it's really nice i've, I've made a it's like a victoria sponge and it's got a, cho- a chocolate ganache on top and she was really proud of it and it tasted like utter shit and and all i wanted to do was tell her that it was shit and do better because otherwise how's she going to learn the long parenting <laughs> podcast with and it, 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 what, at what point at what point at what age does your child get to where you just get a picture and go that's fucking rubbish do better this is up there with having to pretend you can't see your kids when they're hiding in plain sight, playing hide and seek, or they tell you where to hide. Like, no, yeah. I don't want to do that. Let me t- let me decide where I'm going to hide because you'll never find me. Yeah, <laughs> because because I'm down the golf club. Yeah, I'm in the supermarket. Yeah. You have to like look around the living room, not staring directly at them when they're just like crouched down like this in the middle of the floor, laughing. Yeah. Or just put a, yeah. put, a bl- put a blanket on there over their heads, yeah. isn't it? Oh, where's he gone? I don't know. Religiously hiding in the yeah. last place that somebody hid. Kids are thick, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. So it's a, it's a dicks. 
So that, but that, but that's a serious question. I mean, we've all got young children, right? So perhaps we're not in the best position to answer this question. But anybody maybe out there got slightly old, slightly older children who are like above 10, 11 years old, or whatever, that can answer the question when you can stop lying about how shit the kid stuff is. I got in a bit of. I, I'm still convinced that one of the nursery nurses at my youngest nursery hates me because I sort of said something like that as a joke when she handed me a load of stuff <laughs> that you, my daughter had done. You called her a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> like, right, two she things. Gave, she she gave you a picture like, and don't that, get and, and that didn't happen. And, <laughs> I, <laughs> What's this shit? I, I, she, Your daughter's kind of, fucking shit at everything. Honestly. <laughs> what a absolute fucking melt you've got as a daughter. <laughs> as you I'm screw, stop. That's as not you screw up her drawing and throw it right in her face. Move, but, move, but, move on. Yeah, can I? In fact, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I, don't, I can't remember what I was going to talk about. Mark, <laughs> I'll, I'll, it'll come to me in a minute. Was there another one? Okay. Um, I, the FIFA Best Awards. Uh, um, my son these, was watching this. Yeah, he, these were on, these it. were last night, and a big deal is made of these awards now. Um, I think they're trying to make them replace the Ballon d'Or, um, which was you know actually a respected award thing from a French magazine. Um, they uh, there were some some decisions made in these award ceremonies last night that I still can't get my head around, and I don't think most of the football world can get their head around. They they named a top three list of of players to win best player one of which was Mo Salah who then didn't make it into the FIFA team of the season um, because someone was in there who didn't make the top three players the goalkeeper of the year also wasn't in the team of the season Um, someone the, the right back Danny Alves was in the team of the season despite spending most of the season injured um, and the Mo Salah, who won goal of the season, wasn't even that good a goal, didn't win the Premier League goal of the month in the month that it was. Um, and there was about six other goals that were far that everybody recognized was far better. It just it makes a mockery of award ceremonies and individual awards. And you can start to see why players like Ronaldo aren't bothering to turn up for it. I think FIFA anyway, shit out. FIFA Anyone would think FIFA is corrupt. <laughs> I know. Yeah, in, in corruption shocker. It was, um, yeah, just, I don't understand how you make so such bizarre decisions as to name, like to give people an award, but then don't have the best goalkeeper in, as the goalkeeper in the team of the season. Here's a question. Can anybody name a sport that the governing body is respected? Didn't think so. Um, I, I'll move on to Move on to yeah, blank faces. There you go. I'll move on to mine. Um, Apple, Apple iPhone. There's a there's an app called the Photo App. It stores your pictures that you take, and then it archives them. It backs them up. Um, it does another clever thing. Um, it has facial recognition. So if you tell it that that's my face, it finds other photos that are of me, or of my children, or anybody that I've taken a picture of, and then it cleverly sorts them so you can browse by person if you want to look at pictures of somebody it requires a bit of housekeeping to keep on top of because sometimes it 
isn't sure and it asks you, is this Matilda Foxcroft? Yeah. No. Yeah. Fine. Um, doing a bit of housekeeping at the weekend. It, and it thought that a picture of me was actually a picture of my daughter, which, fine. Can you Genetics. draw better? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it did ask that. Um, and so I said, no, it's, it's, it's me. And I've managed to merge me and her as people. So the, the entire app thought that me and her were the same person. Uh, but there was no way of undoing this. So the two and a half thousand photos that I have stored, um, it now doesn't know who is who. Um, the only way to fix this is to uh, just undo everything and start again from scratch. Um, no, no option. Uh, short of restoring an entire iCloud backup from a few days ago, which I'm not going there. Um, it's going to take. It would take literally hours to to remedy. You got some work to Apple. do, then, mate. That, I've got to say, that's one of your more boring than any other business. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> Fuck me, I was nearly asleep then. <laughs> Adam's had pelters this AOB. He's not had a good time. <laughs> it's just it's gone steadily. Well, Doug's, Doug's AOB was designed to annoy me. Um, <laughs> Russ's AOB turned into an attack on how I treat one of the ladies at my daughter's nursery. I was um, all right. Yeah, you were all right. Yes. Have you thought like of you, a mate. governing body yet? No, didn't think so. No. Why no. is that? Certainly not the NFL. The NBA. I think people in general like the NBA guy. Yeah, I think he's... Is it Adam Silver? Adam Silver. Yeah, I think he's generally quite respected. Yeah. If, if you're a governing body of the most boring sport on the planet, it's probably quite easy not to go wrong. Maybe that's the thing. <laughs> Should we end it? Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> Let's end it all. And on that bombshell.